0: welcome to the ink and soul podcast created by rachel kong inspired by indelible ink writers i'm lamar gibbs content creator and writer and i'm joined with my co-host
1: Mia Arrington. I'm a writer, mom, and licensed social worker, and we're so glad to have you tuning in for a soulful conversation on creativity.
0: We'll speak some life into your words and speak some words into your life.
1: And you will change, more curious, more courageous, and more compelled to cultivate a life of creativity. In this episode, we have the Lovely pleasure of interviewing, really the whole reason why we're here, Miss Rachel Kong, who is the founder of Indelible Ink Writers and the creator of this podcast. We'll be digging deep into the age old question, what makes art, art? This question was asked in our Facebook group, a group filled with seekers and beginners and people who wonder if their art has to be perfect to mean something. A link to join can be found in our show notes. But before we begin discussing this weighty question, Ray, why don't you tell us a bit about who you are and what you do?
2: Hey guys, how are you? This is crazy. (laughs) It really (laughs) is. Yes.
0: Doing well. Doing well. How are you?
2: (laughs) I'm doing well and just so excited to be here. Um, I guess I'll introduce myself. I am a writer of prose, poems, and other pieces. That's what I've come to say about myself. I'm a New York native, born and raised just outside of New York City. And I'm a mixed woman of African-American, Native American, Irish, and Dutch descent. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, I am the founder of Indelible Ink Writers, um, which began about three years ago in the spring of 2018. I'm a contributing writer for Encourage, um, and some of my pieces have been featured on Christianity Today, and in 2022, I'll have a book, my first book, coming out with Ravel Books, so, yeah,
1: Yay, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> yes, so
0: excited, cannot wait. Yes,
1: yes. me too, <laughs> and it's so wonderful honestly it's crazy to hear just um where you've come and where you are today uh, if you're tuning in for the first time um we actually lamar ray and i kind of go way back to our college days so to see this dream of indelible ink come into fruition the way that it has it's it's nothing short of a miracle and really beautiful to see the the community that you fostered um so far ray
0: yeah absolutely
1: so because. I wanted to go right in and see. Um, we have some questions for you. Our first um, is how did you come into being passionate about art? Yeah, I love this question.
2: Um, and I would say I, I tend to um, say this one thing when people ask me this and I say, I'm not sure if I found art or if art found me. But Mm -hmm. somewhere along the lines, there's a beginning. Um, It started out as as me just picking up a journal and uh, writing out my thoughts, my observations, and my feelings. These journal entries then then began to shape and take form and uh, sound and look like poems. And then it sort of morphed again from there. And these poems began to take the shape and form of songs and before I knew it I was studying creative writing in college um and from there I mean I I just um there became this pursuit of art this pursuit of all things creativity um or creative I should say um but then there's also been just this general fascination for for art so I I remember as a young girl even um, I have three brothers and um, so that means that you know oftentimes I had to do whatever it was that my brothers were doing Um, and so I remember as, as a young girl wanting to do ballet and to sign up for ballet and my dad was like no you're you're gonna do karate with your brothers um <laughs> which yeah, yeah, I mean i I eventually grew to like it a little bit, <laughs> um, but I just remember there always being that ache of like, oh, I want to do ballet, so I look back now and i I always wonder you know what what could have happened, but you know, museums and um just you know ballets and operas and plays, musical shows ev- everything I've just been fascinated and am fascinated still by by all forms of art and here I am now you know um not only creating it for myself but trying with everything that I have to encourage others to do the same you know and so I think that's pretty cool where I am finding myself these days is you know not just creating it for myself but
0: encouraging others to do the same. Sure and and just a Hear how you first started with journaling and how you have ended up helping to cultivate that same desire for art and others. I find that to be really intriguing that really sticks out to me because usually when you're hearing about journaling it's an outpouring of just your emotions and your thoughts and everything that you're processing through. So to move from that and to go into creating art, um, I think that's really something I know for me personally I I find it harder to journal, believe it or not. I know that it's so funny that it's not supposed to be this task-oriented thing. It's literally something that you do. Um, But for whatever reason, I've found it to be um, a little bit harder. But like when you mentioned journaling and transitioning to that art, uh, this leads me into my next question because um, in the Indelible Ink Writers Facebook group, uh, this question was actually posed where the question was, is all expression art? And when is art art and when is it just emotional outpouring? Because like I said, you think of journaling and it's just, you're pulling out of emotion. So how do you determine the difference?
2: Right. I know. How do you? Like, let's talk about that. It's a great question. And I think that, I think that all of us ask that at some point, you know, and, and even when we get the answer or we hear someone's answer or thoughts, it's a continual question you know that that we're always asking um but it's such a weighty question and so with that i i i divert to <laughs> um someone who came before me and you know intended to tackle this topic um and that is my angle, and she wrote walking on water reflections on faith and art great book one of my favorites um, but I'll just read to you a quote from that book. It says, I believe that each work of art, whether it is a work of great genius or something very small comes to the artist and says, here I am and flesh me, give birth to me. Um, She then goes on to say after that, um, that it's almost like, you know, when Mary um, is approached by the angel and the angel tells her that she is going to have this thing inside of her that, that she will give birth to. And um, what is Mary's response? She says, let it be, maybe so, right? And then she mm-hmm. gives birth to this, to Jesus, to this baby. You know, mm-hmm. but here, um talking about this thing, this intangible, um, inconceivable, ineffable, concept or thing or feeling um that that we feel and how we basically you know give birth to it we put flesh around it and and we give birth to it so whether that is like we were just discussing you know a journal entry where we are pouring out our heart and we are giving flesh to feelings or whether that is a painting that we um you know we're picking up a paintbrush with with some tinted color on the tip of that paintbrush, and we have an idea in our mind or an image that's been implanted in our head. Maybe it's a photograph or you know a scene that we've seen in nature, and now we are attempting to to give flesh to that that concept, that thought, that image. Um, that that is art as well. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think at the heart of this question is the probably the wondering of, you know, does this really matter if I write this poem, if I, you know, pour out my heart in a journal entry, if I paint this gorgeous, painting and yet no one else in the world ever sees it do I still get to call that art um you know oh, I th- and, yeah 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 no I think <laughs> we ascribe this huge definition to art um you know because there is this this whole field and industry that that um that basically is circles around the idea you know you go to a museum and you're filled with paintings that have um pieces of gold and and flecks of gold in them and then you know you have a toddler who's two and paint something with just the color red and and you know so it makes sense <laughs> that there would be this this um confusion on the spectrum of, of the definition of art you know mm-hmm. but um you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And that is a very, very old saying, um, which means that it's not only the artist that gets to decide, but it's the person that's, that's beholding whatever it is. And so there's this yeah. kind of back and forth back and forth relationship, um, which means that it's, there's multiple people that have yeah. the, the potential of saying, no, this means something to me. I see mm-hmm. something here you know uh-huh. so yeah there's there's a that, lot we could say about
0: that I find that so fascinating that this is one of the mediums where you can produce it and then you have a relationship with the person receiving it it's really something mm. that's absolutely.
1: good Mark. absolutely yeah um and I just I find it I find it interesting Ray you bring up um it, it's so hard to really define and pinpoint um that question in a sense because um it is so open-ended right and you have people coming from all walks of life um and to be able to use their talents and their giftings to um express and to and to whether they do it through writing like and you mentioned whether they do it through painting whether it's your two-year-old who is is drawing right it's giving them this it's giving themselves the space to express whatever it is that needs to to come out right um but sometimes i and i even speak for myself like it can Mm. be so hard to define like am i an artist or specifically Mm. with indelible Ink writers right we have such an amazing group of men and women who come in who show up who are really pouring out their art, their words. And you see this beautiful connection happening, relationships happening where we're rooting for each other. It really feels like a family. And 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 you look and you see a name like, oh, wow, that was powerful. And I think that's one of my favorite parts about this community. Um, I wonder for those who might be a little bit quiet or like myself, because to this day, you both know, I wrestle with, hmm, can I really call myself a writer? Now, yes, I do write every single day. I, um, be it through the form of communicating with coworkers, workers or um, artistically journaling or sitting down and and writing a memoir, you know, what about those who want to write but don't necessarily call themselves writers or or can call themselves a creator per se
2: Hmm. yeah yeah this is you know it's I love that you bring this up because I remember when I first started indelible Ink writers and um anytime I would post in the group I'd say okay writers like um, here's a prompt we're going to all do together, or here, we're going to do this together, writers. Hey, everyone, how are you doing, writers? And um, I, re- I remember one specific post where there was some debate going back and forth, right? Um, I don't re- really remember the details, but um, there was some de- debate going back and forth between the people who call themselves writers and the ones who don't consider themselves writers, but still wanted to be in the group and felt found value in being in the group. And I was among one of the people that wanted to say, no, everyone's a writer. Like, mm-hmm. you're a writer, you're a writer, you're a writer. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter whether you think you're one or not, you're a writer, right. um, mm-hmm. you know? And it wasn't until I really sat with, you know, some of the things that people were commenting on and and expressing and saying, where I came to think myself as well, like, no, you don't have to call yourself a writer. You can just be a person who enjoys writing and there doesn't have to be any label, you know, attached to it, you Mm -hmm. know? And so um, I was sharing in a conversation uh, just a couple weeks ago with another friend on a podcast and, uh, saying, you know, I I think it's really powerful and that there's a lot of value, you know, in, in stripping away that title of writer, even at times stripping away that title of artist, Right. And, and kind of going down to the bare bones of who we are, you know, Mm -hmm. because behind these words that we write behind these pieces of art or these these the work of our hands that we create right behind Mm -hmm. all of this is a thinking feeling emotional relational social spiritual human being Mm -hmm. that is either a mother a son a daughter a father a friend a worker um you name it a farmer uh, just We have all of these other things about us that, um, that, that those things become truly expressed when we use the tool of writing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for people that get tripped up on that whole conversation of, or that debate of, you know, the definition of a writer and the identity of a writer, I always like to say, okay, cool. So like, let's forget the title then like mm-hmm. you don't consider yourself a writer fine you're a human who uses the tool of writing you're a thinker who is using words to express themselves you know and that like changes the whole thing right it like yeah. changes
0: yes. <laughs> no yeah, it really it does. does go ahead Lamar. <laughs> no no yeah let's say you know it really does and and it's so it's so dynamic when you're actually talking about this because it's actually for me it happens the opposite way so mm. I would always mm. blog I always tell people I, I tell people all the time I would have blogs on MySpace and I'll have Facebook notes I used to always write but I never called myself a writer
2: mm.
0: I was going to school but when I went to NIAC I was going to school for computer science and I was considering doing a double major in computer science and theology mm-hmm. um and so all the do all the time I was writing so mm. from high school I was writing um, uh, blogs based on like the things I was reading in the scriptures, uh, mm-hmm. my prayer time, and I would just write. And I would, wanted to, and would had a desire to to communicate the things of God and to, and to communicate, yeah, just to help people to understand um, the concepts and, and things that, you know, we experience in our faith. And it wasn't until my brothers and my friends were like, you know, you should really think about starting a blog. I started mm-hmm. to actually take it more seriously mm-hmm. and think about it. And then I actually got to a place where I, I started to call myself a writer and that actually transformed for me the amount of like time and investment that I put into it. And it allowed me to expand like my perception of what a writer is and, and to see myself as mm-hmm. someone that creates, that is a creative, um, you know, it, it's, it's a really interesting process. So I, I really think it's, it's dynamic. you're encountering that
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i want to to, say i think oh sorry Ray, go ahead no yeah yeah i was gonna even say you know when i picked up my creative writing degree i all my life i hadn't considered myself a writer i was just a person who was picking up a journal because she needed to express herself and she felt so strongly the urge to you know, record her observations. It wasn't that I thought, hey, oh, I'm a writer. That's why I'm writing these poems. Yeah, yeah. No, I just had the urge, the impulse to do so. And it wasn't yeah. until later when I, you know, picked up that degree, you know, and I said, oh, I am actually a person who writes pretty frequently and and enjoys doing it and mm-hmm. wants to make
1: a life from that oh I'm a writer Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) no that's so good and I mean I think um I I love this because I wonder how many um people listening have struggled with the same right and Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. can I call myself this but what let's removing that label and it's funny I I had a conversation with my mother-in-law about indelible ink writers and she asked me she said Mia how has this changed you? How has, um, this affected you? And I said, that's a great question, mom. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I told her, I was like, you know, in the beginning, um, for me joining Indelible Inc., um, I had just lost one of the most important people in my lives. Right. And Ray, um, you know, uh, because my older sister just passed and, um, the prompts that you had at that time really became, kind of a cathartic way to process, to walk through this very deep grief, um, praying and just trusting God in the midst of this major loss and what morphed and what it turned into is oh now I want to join in on this prompt hmm just because or we've done uh, spine um, poetry uh, this in April um, as one mm-hmm. of the prompts and I'm like I never in a million years would have ta- had the courage to put together thoughts and books and, and formulate a poem and walk away and feel like I'm proud of that work. Wow. That was really fun. That was really cool to be able to to do that. And so I don't know if I would still call myself a writer yet, but I will say I definitely enjoy um, the process and I love getting to meet all the amazing people that we have and reading their words Mm -hmm. and what they bring to the table. I see just men and women functioning, and who they were created to be, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I no, I
2: think, like, when you, when you, you know, again, we put so much emphasis on the product of mm-hmm. any creative process, right, that what is created is supposed to be beautiful, is supposed to be um, perfect is supposed to be innovative or unique. Mm-hmm. Um, we put so much emphasis on the product that we forget about the process, mm-hmm. and that maybe the process is also the point, if not the greater point. You know. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about it in that way, you know, when um, you backtrack a little bit or strip it away, like anything creative is a tool Mm -hmm. it's not just an entertainment it's not just a skill it's not just a you know a means to an end Mm -hmm. it's a tool and so it can be a tool for expression it can be a tool for communication it -hmm. can be a tool for healing it can be a tool um for making something beautiful beautiful for producing something beautiful Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know and um it it's it's a way of life it's a practice it's not just about that product so Mm -hmm. I think when we shift our our eyes to see that and when we reorient Mm -hmm. um that in of itself is almost it's very sobering you Mm -hmm. know and it it Mm -hmm. takes away really the pressure to perform
1: Mm.
0: yeah yeah That's really powerful, Rachel. Um, Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, You know, one thing I would love for us to, uh, I would love to ask is, you know, is there any uh, poem or song uh, either that you've written? Because, I mean, there's there's another thing that you haven't shared that, you know, you also write (laughs) songs. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, like like you said, that process it's it's really something to appreciate the process and to know that this is a tool. Um, and it's something that I actually I'm going to take with me as well as I continue to think about writing. But would love to hear if you have any type of poem that you would like to share or a song that you'd like to share.
2: Yeah, absolutely um I won't be sharing a song tonight (laughs) but I do have a poem yeah next time
1: um I do have a a beautiful voice by the way shameless plug
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love you I love you um (laughs) I have a poem that I wrote on May 30th of 2021 so this year okay and um I want to share this poem because it it one that did not come to me quickly it's an idea that I kind of sat on for a couple of weeks as um the honeysuckle was blossoming and spring was awakening and every time I would step outside, I, oh yeah
1: no I was just like that I, yeah. I saw it I pictured it
2: <laughs> that's the poem um, that's it that's that's, that's it. <laughs> no but um you know, and I would step outside and I would smell the honeysuckle. Um, I, I just, um, I think what I like about this poem is that I enjoyed the, the, the subject of the poem before I tried to write about it. And so mm-hmm. I just kind of would step outside and I would smell the honeysuckle and then I would, you know, I'd taste the sweet juice with my son and I would just enjoy looking at it for weeks and then I just let the idea kind of brew um, and the appreciation of of the subject brew. And then I sat down and 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 I wrote it. And I guess I share that because, you know, a lot of times we think that, you know, you just sit at a computer or pull open a journal and you think that, you know, these beautiful things just flow out of you without any effort. Um, But the truth is that it takes a lot of intention to to craft something, to share something, to express something. And so um, I hope that sharing this poem will be an encouragement for anyone that is feeling kind of stuck in in their creativity. Okay, here it goes. Awesome. I cannot tell you how to be tame I cannot tell you how to wake, to work, and will your weeds to wither. I cannot tell you how not to hold out the hand that stretches deep and wide like the scent of spring with the scent, the hint of honeysuckle on the towering trellis of trees, on the walls and worlds that grow deep within you. I can only tell you that in the middle of all that is wild under the scorching sun, beneath the brush and the briars, the vines that swallow and suffocate, strangle and entangle, whether or not you mean to stay there, hidden in shadow, in sight, in shade. There will be a center, a small swell of sweet life, so pure in taste, almost too tender to pull, but always leaning for light, gently leading the untamed to turn toward better, brighter way. Wow.
1: He like snapped to that.
2: (laughs) 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 That was was beautiful.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. That was beautiful, Rachel. Thank you so much for sharing that with, um, with us. And, um, the the one part that really just stuck out is that there, there will be a center um mm-hmm. and r- like reaching towards the and i'm totally paraphrasing um but yeah, no problem just the imagery of what you provided us pushing through the toil the turmoil mm-hmm. the um really the whole process of what it takes to grow when you think about it mm-hmm. um and i'm thinking about we're talking about Your art and expressing art there is this whole intentional process that happens that sometimes we want to skip that to get this beautiful masterful piece at the end right but Mm -hmm. like you mentioned before it's you know that process part is equally as important if not even more than the end result or the end product of what you've just created and so I yeah. yeah would love to hear go ahead I'm just like yeah no that's that's good you no
2: I love how you tied that in and yeah as I'm like you know looking over these words and just thinking about how honeysuckle grows it's really this Mm -hmm. um all-encompassing like kind of a greedy plant really Mm -hmm. that just Mm -hmm. suffocates um, and you know, it it really does strangle, and it just wraps itself around. It just kind of grows so wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I love how you like even pointed that back to the idea of the creative process, you know, and how, yeah, it's it's wild. We are totally all of us um, consumed by chaotic lives, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, creativity just might be that sweet center, you know, and if we Mm -hmm. could just find it, you know, and, and even talking about honeysuckle, it's just this, it's this really tiny, tiny drop, like this Mm -hmm. tiny small drop of sweet liquid. That's all, that's all you get in a single honeysuckle flower, you know, and Mm -hmm. once you pull that, that, that tiny piece, that little stem, once you pull that, you know you will you'll see that little bead it's a tiny little bead um but you know it it's it's right there in the center if you mm. just pull it and so yeah i hope that is encouraging and and i can, to someone
0: <laughs> i can say if if, if, if anybody else won't say it i can say it's encouraging for me that's really profound because <laughs> i did not know that about the honeysuckle mm-hmm. um oh, and it, yeah. it, it, i feel that it, it even speaks to just how I feel currently. It's like I feel that there is this deposit within me, but with, you mm-hmm. know, like you said, the pressures and this is everything that's happening. And, you know, I, I can say that, you know, as a writer, you can sometimes feel that like you want to produce more, but then that honeysuckle, like you described, it gives a sense of it's it's so well known for contributing mm-hmm. such a a small All amount drop and yeah. be looked at as small but it's so valuable.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so true. That is such a good point. That really is. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and even to tie it back to um something that Langle says in her book in Walking on Water, um I I'm deeply like paraf- I'm widely paraphrasing right now, mm-hmm. so I highly suggest that anyone go read this, but she talks about the idea of, you know, big rivers and, and little rivers, little streams and, um, and how, um, you know, the size doesn't matter because if we have all of these little rivers pouring into this one big river, this one big body of, of water, you know, um, then, then we're all contributing something, you Mm -hmm. know? And so, yeah, the idea like that there's, there might be this small trickle here of beauty and wonder, coming from your life. And then this small, tiny trickle of, of authenticity and honesty coming from this person's life through, through the vehicle of creativity, you know, um, that as we all do that, the smallness of our contributions really pours into a greater you know, contribution and that's the whole Christian story, right? That's that's Which our faith. So is great. that right? <laughs> that's our faith yeah. though, is mm-hmm. that we are all living these small individual, you know, lives, but that it all points to one thing. It's all part of one story and therefore all of it matters. You know, and so yeah, Lamar, I think, yeah, when you even, you know, make that connection like Yeah. I mean, we could go even deeper.
0: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But
2: yeah, that
1: that honestly is just kind of um, it, it not kind of, it's very encouraging because um, my hope is that for the listener, right. Who is tuning in right now that they would see and get that sense of, you know, your creativity, what you bring to the table matters. Right. And, Um, that process that you may feel like discouraged about why can't I get anything out what's going on Mm -hmm. that this whole process matters and when that little droplet of that honeysuckle that comes out um, the beauty of that and that Mm -hmm. it added into the body like you mentioned before that's how we're made to function, you know, we're, we're all operating in who we are called to be, right, the giftings that we've been given, um, and in return, it edifies and encourages and pours back into, um, into the body, you know, so I'm sorry, I know we said we could go, um, <laughs> deeper for sure, um, but I would love to hear, um, Ray, because you really, this piece that you share is so powerful. Um, what
2: is inspiring your ink sure so yeah what is inspiring my ink my my words and my writing and my creativity lately um I am I had the last year I have been just falling in love with the the work of Mary Oliver her poems and her prose um and I think know i'm not the only one i think largely that has to do with um you know all of us walking through COVID and the pandemic um because mary oliver writes largely and deeply about nature um and there's a reason for that her you know there's a reason why um nature is her was her lifeline um, and so for anyone that's curious about her, just go look her up and, and learn a little bit more about her. But um, I have just been soaking up her, her poems and her prose and, and even, um, I guess you could say, studying her form. So what I've been snacking on here and there lately is um, her collection of poems and prose uh, called Long Life. Um, I took it out from the library and so it's just got some essays and some other writings and uh, I just love she she writes a lot about attention and discipline and presence um, and being but she also writes a lot about nature um, and she has this incredible ability to hone in and zoom in on even the smallest details in um Mm. in nature so yeah she's um inspiring a lot of my ink these days as you can see my honeysuckle poem definitely Mm -hmm. definitely inspired by by her work
0: wow yeah so it's so incredible where you can find inspiration um it comes in the most unlikely places at times (laughs) yeah well yeah (laughs) Well, Rachel, we are so thankful that you have taken the time to share this space with us, e- even to share the space on Indelible Ink Writers. Um, it is such a pleasure. It's it's been a privilege, um, you know. And it was great just talking with you tonight, hearing your thoughts, um, just your 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 inspiration. Where you find your inspiration, um, and even just with you sharing your experiences you know, I believe that you've been able to share a lot of encouragement. Um, But we would love to end the night with this question. Uh, Lately, what's been soothing your soul?
2: Ah, yes, I am gonna have to piggyback on my previous answer. Um, So Mary Oliver's work has been inspiring my work. um, And because of that, and leaning a little bit more, spending more time in nature, So nature has been soothing my soul, Um, literally, literally like taking walks, um, getting into plant identification, um, Mm -hmm. staring up at the moon, which I was doing that last night and telling my son how it it looks like a marble. (laughs) It really Mm -hmm. does, especially when you have like a really good camera, which I was using. And, you know, you can really zoom in and uh, you can't capture it as well, but you can see, you know all the marbled textures and it's just so beautiful so nature's definitely um soothing my soul these days
1: i love it i'm i'm right there with you um i <laughs> realize uh when that warm weather hits that sunshine is out um my family and i we've been getting out as well for for walks together and i come back and mm. i like, i underestimate just that the value of a change of scenery and mm-hmm. getting outside and being in nature it really it just does something and you know it does something it triggers your brain you know mm-hmm. your um your endorphins are going you're doing good um but it's so true just um just that soothing part and it's important to find those things that um will soothe our souls right will um help us to to like Breathe, right? Breathe yeah. and yeah. enjoy the space. And so um, thank you so much, Ray. Really. I mean, I am so, I, I'm just so encouraged like, this is so great to be able to sit and chat with you. Um, where can we let our listeners know where to find you? How do we follow all of the work that you're doing? Let us know what's going on.
2: Cool, cool, yeah, yeah. So um, best place to follow me, um, two places would be my website, com. So all updates um, are there. Um, and I hang out mostly on Instagram. So follow me at Rachel Marie Kong. And then of course, if anyone is interested in, in becoming a part of our amazing community, Check us out at www.indelibleinkwriters.com and you will find everything about us there.
0: Thanks again, Rachel, for joining us. Thank you, Mia, for being such an awesome co-host. To everyone that's been listening uh thanks for letting us speak and speak life into your words and speak words into your life check back in with us next week for another conversation on creativity and if you're on instagram tell us about your work if you want to hear about it tag us at hashtag indelible ink writers we can't wait to see and share all that you're up to in the space between now and next time create from your soul and for your soul Thank you.